This hour of In the Zone is sponsored by Twin Peaks and Southeastern Fitness Equipment. All the football talk you can handle before we head into the weekend. Let's kick things off with a man who needs no introduction. Milton, slips the tackle, dives outside, and scores! Mackenzie Milton. Wizard dream for Milton. He needs no introduction, but we gave him one anyway. Mackenzie Milton, college football icon, joins the show on the hotline as he does every Friday. This segment brought to you by Twin Peaks and Southeastern Fitness Equipment. KZ, welcome to the show. I hope you and the fam made it through Hurricane Nicole all right. What's going on, my man? We head up all right. How you doing? Doing pretty good. My fence has been better, but uh, if that's the worst of it, we can uh, we can make do. We lost power for a lot less time this go around than than the last time. So the food held up. Last time I had to throw away everything that was in my refrigerator and my freezer. It broke my heart. What's crazy is my power actually went out this time, but didn't last. Yeah, I don't know. I I I've saw some people experience that. I I don't know enough about what makes power go off in general to even yeah. comment on that. But it's a bizarre. Probably just location more than anything. Yeah, I wonder if some of these spots just like preemptively. Sometimes I think they just shut them down just in case, you know, before every, anything yeah. even happens. Um, let's talk about Mikey Keene. He was incredible. He got it done last week for UCF. What did you see that you liked from him in this one? 22 of 28, three touchdowns. He was mega efficient. Yeah, he looked really good. I think the biggest thing, um, he just made made big plays when we needed them. You know, the third down strike to Kobe Hudson and then, you know, the dime and the great catch, obviously, by uh, Javon Baker. Um, just the opportunistic plays that he made in, in crucial situations and then, you know, Alec Holler making a big time conversion on third down is it was, it was a great team win for sure. But you know, this week is just as important, more important actually. Could you see a scenario where Gus Malzahn uses both quarterbacks? I could because I mean, JRP is the the leading rusher on the team. You know, so I could definitely see both guys playing. Um, but just given the past two. Two weeks. I got to think that we're going to see a lot more of Mikey Keene this Saturday. Do you think it can work if that's the route that it goes? And we've seen it happen time to time. I think of my thought always goes to Chris Leak and Tim Tebow with the Gators. I really think you have to have the right guys. You have to have the perfect yeah. offense for it because the 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 flip side is if it doesn't work, it's usually pretty brutal. Where do you fall on the whole usage of two quarterbacks? I think. In this situation, I think we have the two right guys for it as well as the right head coach to call it. Um, but having said that, you know, I think if it's not broke, don't fix it as well. And Mikey's rolling hot. Um, but obviously, I mean, JRP can make plays on it, plays on his feet. So we'll see what happens. Um, either way, though, I mean, I, I got to think that we're going to come out with this victory. How familiar are you with Tulane? What can you tell us about about them, anything that you've noticed, or even just playing in New Orleans and how tough or non-tough that could be? So I'm familiar in the, in the sense that I've watched this team a lot the past couple of years, but I haven't played against them a whole lot. Um, I'll say they got a pretty pretty good QB and, and Michael Pratt, but the guy to really watch is their running back, Tajay Spears. Um, he's by far their best player, and their offense runs through him. And then they got, a, they got the top defense in the – in the conference statistically um they're one and then ucs two so i don't know we'll see man tulane's got a tough team we're for sure more talented but you know we've been on the wrong side of a couple games this year where we were more talented and still lost so 
we got to we got to come and perform. That's for sure. So I saw you said on Twitter that UCF and FSU are hands down the two best teams in the state. It's kind of hard to argue that at this point. I mean, Florida did look better last week, but they were playing a, a flu-ridden Texas A&M team that hasn't been good all year. How great would it be to see a bowl game between these two? I mean, UCF is headed headed for bigger, bigger and better things if they're able to win this game and then able to win the AAC. They'll be the highest-ranked group of five, and they'll go to the Cotton Bowl because of it. I don't think Florida State will be playing in that game. But if we do end up getting that matchup between the two, that would be tremendous theater, would it not? Yeah, that'd be amazing. I'd, I'd for sure attend that one if if that's the case. And you know, honestly, I'd be a little torn. You know, just because I'd for sure be leaning one way. But you know, just going through it with the guys last year, you can't you can't help but but pull for those guys up there as well. So it's gonna be. It's going to be interesting. Um, both teams got to take care of a lot going in, but I think that game is going to happen, um, you know, sooner rather than later, whether it's, you know, this year in a bowl game or in the next five years. I got to believe both athletic directors will line that one up at some point. Yeah, I did see um, on a CBS Sports Bowl projection, and you can take that for what it's worth, that you, they had UCF and FSU matched up in the military bowl. Yeah, that'd be epic. Yeah. That'd be that'd be big time, and it'd be a it'd be a big opportunity um, for both programs, both recruiting and and really just stamping you know the the imprint on the state because for what is worth, UCF has dominated the past you know what five or six years in the state just in terms of being consistent, winning ten games, making bowl games, New Year's six appearances, New Year's six wins compared to the quote unquote big three, so. I would say talent-wise, for sure, I think the three most talented teams are Florida, FSU, and UCF. But Florida's just done done some highly questionable things just yeah. in terms of play calling and um, just just watching them a lot this year. has been some some big head-scratcher things that, that's been going on up there. But it's also their first year, so they got they got a lot of room for improvement. They just got a big commitment as well. Yeah, yeah, Napier's cleaning it up and recruiting. He's, I think, top eight right now as it stands after – getting that flip from Miami. Mike Norvell seemed to win a lot of people over. Of course, blowing out Miami never hurts, but I also, I'm sure that you've seen the video that went viral last week where he got in the face of one of his wide receivers, followed him to the bench. Is that just the kind of coach that he is where he's he's critical, but, but the right kind of critical and also supportive? It just looked like a quality coaching moment, if you know the video I'm talking about. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, but yeah, that's I mean that's 100% Coach Norvell right there. He's gonna he just always expects your best, you know, no matter the situation, no matter what happens on the field, off the field. Um, he always just t- talks about responding to adversity, and I think you saw it in that video. That's just another example of that you know I don't know exactly what happened, you know, prior to the play because Miami was getting blown out at that point. But I can imagine something probably happened. He got a penalty or um, something of that nature, and and he was upset. And coaches, you know, give it to him. Like, why are you doing that? Come on. And, you know, he probably got a little upset. And coach just, he's always like, hey, I know you're upset, but what are you going to do about it? Like, you know, so you can go sit on the bench. Like, you need to do one or two things. You can either go through it or grow through it. So I think coach just emphasizes that big time. But, yeah, that's just that's Coach Norvell one on one right there. He's he's going to demand the best out of his guys twenty four seven. I think that's why these guys play so hard. 
week in and week out. We're talking to Mackenzie Milton, college football icon. Last couple things here for you. Bryce Young had a really bad game against LSU last week. I was locked in on that one after I got back home. Is he still top he thought pick? It was bad, he, thought it, he thought it was a bad game? I thought he played terrible. I mean, he played well at the end. Horrible. The, it, the, throughout that game, he was he was missing some throws. That was one of the bad. That was one of the worst games I've seen from him. Do you disagree? No, I, I don't think he was spectacular. I think he's I think he's probably hurt. Um, but I thought I thought he made some plays. I thought he I thought he damn near won the game for them. Well, I mean, I at the end of the at the end of the game, he turned into vintage Bryce Young, and he was able to do that me, kind of stuff. But but to me, be in that position, let me, it, let me let me put it let me put it this way though. Now we're talking about Bryce Young maybe not being a top pick, but if Alabama makes a kick and gets a stop on defense, we're talking about Bryce Young winning back-to-back Heisman's. You know that's and that's two things that are out of Bryce Young's control. You put Alabama in a position to make a game-winning kick, they missed. Tennessee made theirs. He scored first in OT. Alabama just hasn't been able to get a stop all year. Yeah, their defense has been brutal. Jade, but I thought Jaden Daniels outplayed him. Like how good? I mean, the LSU quarterback was sensational in that game. Yeah, I mean he's he's a good he's a good player. Yeah, I don't th- maybe that game, but I don't know. I don't. I don't. I'm not saying I would draft Jaden Daniels ahead of Bryce Young, but I I've had Bryce Young as my number one quarterback. I'm just starting to I don't know. It shook my confidence know, a little bit. Him. Nah, I don't know. He just doesn't have it. He doesn't have the same weapons as last year, obviously. I mean, these guys struggle to get separation. I honestly think if Javon Baker would have stayed at Alabama, he'd probably be their number one receiver. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's been a huge difference, but that's always been that's always been the tough thing about evaluating Alabama quarterbacks is that they usually have these first-round players to throw the ball to. Mac Jones looked like Dan Marino in college, and now he's struggling to beat out Bailey Zappi. So that's always the struggle. I actually thought it would be a really great year to evaluate Bryce Young because he doesn't have those guys and to see what kind yeah. of magic he can create. And the team is slipping. I don't think it helps him at all that the defense isn't playing well because it looks like he's not a winner as much as he was in the past. So, you know, it's one of the it's just one of those things. I still like Bryce Young, but my confidence is definitely shaken. Again, again, I'll say this. A field goal kick and a defensive stop in OT. And now we're talking about Bryce Young winning back-to-back Heisman. Well, That's I, all I'm saying. I like arguing with you about quarter. Pick. We should we should line up more quarterback arguments. I like this. Um, <laughs> He's still my number one pick. Uh, so uh, let's wrap on this quarterback matchup to watch in the NFL. What do you got this week? Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Rodgers and Dak Prescott. I don't know if I don't know if um, Josh Allen is playing. And quite honestly, I mean. You know, Kirk Cousins is actually playing pretty well, but quarterback matchup-wise, I got to go with Aaron Rodgers and Dak Prescott. Just one, I want to see how the Cowboys look against a pretty good defense. And then two, I want to see how Aaron Rodgers, his demeanor is this week because it hasn't been good the past four weeks at all. He's got to respond. This segment right here brought to you by Twin Peaks and Southeastern Fitness Equipment. Mackenzie Milton, always a blast. Love chatting football with you, even if we argue. Thanks so much, man. I appreciate you. All right, Brandon. Good stuff from Mackenzie Milton. Stone Cold Locks of the Week coming your way next.